microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode. Another episode. Whoa. Is there two of you there? Yeah, somewhere. All of a sudden, I'm hearing two of myself. Now it's gone. Yeah. Now it's back. <laughs> this is so trippy. Woo. <laughs> Happened last week, uh, too. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. All my routings are good. So, anyway, we will press on. It is another episode. Usher of evil. <laughs> so you're the one messing with it. <laughs> it is another episode of Weeby Geeks with Brett, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? Good. What do we do to piss off the Prince of Darkness? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> It's all the Facebook. Ten concerts I've I've seen. Which one did I really not see? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all those copy and paste things. Yeah. Mm. So awesome. Yay. So much fun. It's, at least the uh, weather up here is starting to break, I think. Is well, it? That's, that's cool. Yeah. It's been in the 50s. Well, we have some guests coming on tonight, but... While we're waiting for them to come on, how about a little, uh, you guys were kind of doing it a little bit t- earlier today during text. How about a little gaming talk yeah. when you guys sure. talk Mass Effect sure. Horizon? And I'm sitting here going, duh, I'm going <laughs> to sit back and listen. <laughs> so, yeah, let's start, there. Um, well, we might as well just start with, uh, you were saying, I saw when I logged on to PlayStation today, it said you had been playing Horizon. And uh, I've been, of course, I'm in, I'm in Mass Effect, deep in Mass Effect right now, but mm-hmm. I was looking to play Horizon after that, so... Uh, yeah, these uh, two games have uh, taken over my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a Horizon Zero Dawn for my uh, birthday, and uh been playing happy. the heck out of it. <laughs> I, know, I know we called you out on social media, but happy birthday mm-hmm. again, officially yeah. on Thank show. You. Happy Thank birthday, you. old man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The years are keeping, creeping watch up on whipper, me. Watch it, whippersnapper. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking it's Jules, is it not? Yeah, no, no, I know, right? But we're not that far from each other, so. Right. In age, so. That's true. We're all uh, men of a certain age. <laughs> but uh, back to Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, it's definitely uh, a lot different. It's a single player. Um, you have a single character that you're controlling. You don't have a crew like in, like in Mass Effect. Right. And, uh. It's primitive weapons. You've got a bow and a staff. Really? Interesting. Yeah. And you're fighting against uh, the machines who are anything mechanical is seen as evil in this world. Because <laughs> I guess machines destroyed the earth and blasted it all back in the prehistoric days. Cool. I know I've seen you know a lot of pictures and some video footage of it. It looks absolutely beautiful. Oh, it is. The, the graphics are top-notch. See, and, this, uh, this I could talk about. I, I have seen the graphics myself, and, and it looks phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. love the look of it. And it, I like the um, I like the world that I've seen it of mm-hmm. it. It looks like a really interesting world to play in. And 
I'm looking forward it's to seeing it. Definitely a different using a bow, though. Not as, uh, <laughs> not as fast as uh, the, the uh, machine guns and everything that you get in Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think eventually, uh, from what I've seen, you do eventually get up to, to those types of guns. But, yeah, right now I've just got a bow and a staff. Yeah, just starting out. Yeah, and um, you, play, you, you play a female character. It's only one character that you can play. Mm. Um, and her uh, name's Aloy, which is pretty funny because of all you're collecting metal. So I always think of Aloy. <laughs> 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 but uh, all the uh, machines are like dinosaur shaped so far, They're like little velociraptors and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the gameplay is uh, a lot of fun, and um, you uh, when you're it goes from when you starts off when you're like six years old. Really? Actually, it starts off when you're born, and then you start playing when you're six. And you end up picking a device that uh, allows you to see like weaknesses and things, and you can uh, see you can uh, make paths of where the like um, guards are walking and things like that. Oh, that's cool. So it's a lot of uh, sneaking, a, a pretty big stealth element in the game. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I like stealth. That sounds awesome. Yeah, although I'm horrible at stealth, I, I always miss out on those whenever I played um, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> any the, any of the bonus stealth stuff, I always lost out on because I was those. Going head first, and I was got caught. <laughs> See, I love stealth stuff. I love stealth games. Ben and uh, like um, Metal Gear, I'm terrible at that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I downloaded. Uh, they had uh, Ground Zeroes or or something like that on the PlayStation Network for free, and I tried that out and couldn't even get like five minutes into it without dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love playing like the Call of Duty or Halo or all that where you know it's the sing where you can play single person or single person view. Mm-hmm. But the movement with either a keyboard or a joystick, I'm I'm just not with the newer games, I'm just not proficient at moving with the joystick or, or the arrow keys or whatnot to mm-hmm. to walk in the right direction the right way. <laughs> it's like I try and walk a straight line and then I, I end up drifting. <laughs> Everybody thinks you're drunk in the game. <laughs> Probably. I did that a lot uh, playing World of Warcraft when we'd be in the middle of raids or something. And I'd like fall off of something and die. <laughs> and then I'd come right back. <laughs> be walking. Uh, fall off the path or whatever. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, that's why I used to not. Well, I used to be okay at platformers, but they used to drive me nuts. Mm. Like when you had to jump around and. and yeah, like Contra and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forced Unleashed. <laughs> Yeah, Force Unleashed Two, where where you you have to jump up the tower. Oh like, yeah, it, you, you think you jump forward, oh, especially with the Wii. You think you're jumping forward, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, back to the bottom again. <laughs> so it's like, and then and then you do the the run, and you and last minute you 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 do the. Um, the force run on top of it, or the force speed, mm-hmm. and, and you go to jump, and you just plaster into a wall, and you're back having to do the whole thing over again. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Jedi's do that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't either. Hence, I have why uh, I'm questioning why am I doing it now? <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, Nathan Drake collection came with my uh, PS4, so I've got the first That's three cool. of uh, Uncharted, mm-hmm. and those are the same way. the The controls on that game are, especially the first one, is are really hard. Oh yeah, and I've died a lot for making stupid movements or not being able to climb up something or falling off things. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the worst way to die because you're like, oh come on, <laughs> yep. I don't want to do this again. No. So the, I guess my question is, since I did bring up um, Halo, is there a new Halo game coming out? 
Not that I know of. No, I don't think so. I think they they skipped that and went to the uh, Titanfall for their oh, for yeah. their flagship uh, games now because that's the big thing that's out on the Xbox. And I think that Horizon Zero Dawn is Sony, so it's only it's a PS4 exclusive. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm looking forward like to it. Sure, it sure is exclusive. <laughs> How many worlds have you opened up on uh, Mass Effect, Eric? All of them. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that many. Only two. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still like doing side quests, and that's mm-hmm. I always get. I always get really involved in all the little side quests and stuff. I have to finish those first. I'm like, oh, I gotta do this and this and this. The one thing that bugs me is that you'll get on a quest, and that'll be on. It'll be put on hold because then you got to go to like some other system or yeah, you have to like run all over the dang place, or especially for the uh, loyalty quests, things yeah. like that. Yep, that drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, oh. You gotta wait. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> or go here, find this guy. I'm like, what? Okay, come on. Right. Go to this planet. Go to this planet. Go what back here. Like, Just tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've done done the uh, snow one and the uh, first one that you find. Mm. I'm, the, uh, it, so I'm liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that, and I've got uh, in a league with some friends on Madden, so I'm trying to keep up with that, too. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> so games are taking over my life. Speak, speaking of Madden, uh, I guess we have the draft coming up this weekend. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Starting tomorrow. So the mm-hmm. question is, do my Cleveland Browns keep the number one pick, or do they trade it away, or do they waste it on a quarterback? Waste it on a quarterback. That's their way. Yeah. Well, everyone, everything I've been hearing is they're still going to go after that kid from Texas A&M, that defensive end. And then they're going to trade up the number, number 12 pick. They're going to trade that up to get a quarterback. That could be. Like, don't it, draft it, a quarterback in the first round. It, it seems like they've got better management uh, GM, I think they've made some pretty decent offseason trades, so we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what what happens. Um, Sounds like can uh, get a receiver that stays off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could be optimistic. Yeah, that uh, Gordon was it, is that what was that his name? Josh Gordon. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, he was. He would could have been great. Yeah. But nope, had to be stupid. Yeah. Story of the Drugs Browns. Drugs are bad, okay. <laughs> and then, of course, you hear the other side with um, with the Patriots. Sorry to pick on the Patriots, but like Belichick is complete draft idiot. Oh, I don't, I don't keep track of the the scouting reports and whatnot, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll trade away my picks to, for free agents. Actually, they end up with like they trade picks for more picks. They end up with like a million picks every draft. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they, was it? They end up trading picks for lower end picks and and turn like third and fourth rounders into into pro bowlers. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Definitely doing something right there. Yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard to complain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we trying to say there, Derek. That's nothing. As he's talking to his Alliance fan, and uh, well, actually, I'm more of a 49ers fan, but I've lived in Michigan all my life, so trying <laughs> to yes. And a Browns fan. It should have at least. Uh, well, how long have you been in Florida, Mike? Yeah, uh, I've been in Florida 21 years. I would have definitely hopped on years. the uh, Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> Bandwagon. There's only, yeah, only there's Tampa Bay. 
there's only one Dolphins player I really follow, and that's the only, only reason why is because he, he was a student in my grandmother's when she she taught in Ohio, and that's Larry Sanka. Oh, really? oh wow. So, but other, he was in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> he, I believe he was on that undefeated team. Yep. Part of the undefeated season. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, other than that, I mean, if I was to grab a Dolphins jersey, it would be his, replica of his. Not Marino? No. No. I mean, respect respect to Marino. Mm-hmm. Great, great player, but yeah, no. And it's Isotoners. <laughs> great player, great announcer. <laughs> great mm-hmm. restaurant. He has a restaurant down there? He did. I don't know if he's still here. Oh. I know Shula's got a big uh, the oh. Shula Steakhouse. Shula's got quite a few restaurants in the area. Uh, he's got one on Disney property, actually. Oh. And I think he's got one. Uh, I know he's got one or two down in the Miami area. So um, so I'm trying to think. Next big convention coming up for coverage is what? Motor City MotorCon? Yeah, it's coming up uh, next month. Coming up quick. When next month? When in? Uh, May the 19th, 20th, and 21st, I think. Still don't understand why conventions put shows on Memorial Weekend. I know that's weird. Uh, I know, I know. A lot, uh, the survey went out for um, from Reed Pop about Star Wars Celebration, and there was a movement by a um, a couple of podcasts, Star Wars related podcasts, that were saying no Easter weekends. I was like. <laughs> well, me personally, that didn't bother me, but I understand some people where, you know, if they left on Friday, so they'd be, or on su- Saturday, so they'd be home for Easter Sunday at their church or whatnot. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you make it, you make it, you don't, you don't. So. Well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta decide what's more important to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but they're also taking whoever. The talent that they've got there, they're taking them away from their oh. homes for Easter holiday too. Well, they—I guarantee you—a lot of them, a lot of the the acting talent, they brought families with them. Oh, probably, yeah. Um, I mean, I know JTC, uh, John Tyler Christopher. He came in. He was here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and he left so he could be back home with his daughters. But uh, I think his daughters are are in school, and he just couldn't get away. Which cool, understandable. But you know, he was still here for three days. So I mean, that, that's respectable. I I have yeah, I, mean, I have no. I mean, Easter weekends, Easter weekend. You do what you got to do. I mean. At next stage is where do you go next? May, you know, you go in May and try and time it with, with May 4th. Makes sense. It'd be a hell of a party. Mm. But, I mean, here in Orlando, you know, you talk May and, and it's starting to get a little, starting to get a little crispy. I mean, they're, they're already talking 96, 97 for the next couple of days. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That is hot. Up here, we might hit 80, maybe. <laughs> so everyone, everyone down here is going. <laughs> so uh, I was looking at uh, stories, uh-huh. and I uh, just saw one that uh, M. Night Shyamalan is uh, coming out with uh, sequels to Split and Unbreakable. Yep. Does M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong really need to do another Unbreakable movie? I mean, the first one was good, but does it need to go beyond that? Well, uh, I haven't seen it, but Split is uh, actually kind of a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah, well, yeah, it definitely pays homage and Bruce Willis shows up in it at the end. Did you see it? Uh-huh. I guess it's that was, he's supposed to be the, the bad guy for or something like that. For the sequel? I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So they were like setting him up as the as the villain, I guess. Well, that's gotcha. right. That could definitely be. Was that any good? It was really good. I'll have to see, I'll have to see it when it comes out. On one of the few uh, Shyamalama Ding Dong movies that I like. <laughs> Since uh, Sixth Sense. <laughs> I know, right? Sixth Sense, I did not catch that twist until the very end. So I, Nobody I'll, did. Yeah, I'll, give him, I'll give him kudos for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that hadn't been done. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that one. That's yeah, about that the only good. one of his that I've enjoyed, but <laughs> if you if you get that uh, movie spoiled, you're you're bumming. Mm, well, it yeah. came out. Now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, when it was out, yeah. So, yeah. Um, see what else? Uh, we've had the red carpet for um, Guardians has <clears throat> happened. And James Gunn has already said there will be a sequel or a third Guardians film, nice. which is cool. But uh, I'm hearing not a lot of good things. So I'm hearing. <laughs> I think this is the first time I'm hearing more negative about the movie than I am positive. Really? Yeah. Mm. I think people have been saying that the the problem with it is that it had such a great first movie that it's going to be very hard to. Live up to it, yeah. Live up to the expectations. Do, do you think Gunn's overdone it with the uh, the star power by bringing in um, Kurt Russell and Stallone? I don't know the the Cobra reunion or not the the uh, not the Cobra reunion. Tango, Tango Cash. Cash. <laughs> ah, yes. How can they bring uh, Uma Thurman back? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of all that, did you hear? I think it was uh, Zoe Saldana slipped out that the, the fourth Avengers movie is going to have Gauntlet in the title, possibly. Yes. Why yeah. is she flipping out bad or good? Well, no, it, it's just it slipped. Oh, it's spoiled. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, of course, that could only mean one thing, Infinity Gauntlet. Well, I thought that was what the Infinity War was supposed to be about. Well, now the speculation is that the... Um, Infinity War will be, you know, about Thanos getting the the gauntlet and all the stones together. And then the next one is going to be the Infinity Gauntlet, which is going to be once he gets the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. That's that's the rumors going around, none of which have been confirmed. It's a rumor. This kind of uh, made me happen. Uh, Happy to a DC digital service to launch with Titans series. From Greg Berlanti and Akiva Goldsman and Young Justice Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Well, the, the Titan series is supposed to be live action. Yeah. Yep. With, with Dick Grayson. I'm, I'm going to look forward to that. So, um, but they still haven't said what network it's going to be on. It's going to be a streaming network. Ugh. Ugh. That's what they should have done with Cloak and Dagger. Put it on Netflix or Hulu. I saw the uh, trailer. It looks pretty interesting. It does look interesting, but give, yeah, it a se- give it a season before they give it the uh, the total freeform twist to it. Mm. Then it'll be in a whole other story. <laughs> um, speaking of other shows, shall see Powerless got pulled. Yep, I'm glad I haven't watched any then. Oh, yeah. DVR. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, I've been watching some, horrible. but it's just kind of. Eh. It took me like two, three days just to keep interest into watching one or two episodes. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see this week's uh, Flash? Yep. Is this the one with with Abracadabra? No, the next one. Uh, I haven't seen Mm. it. I'm behind. Oh. 
Why do they always have to do emo characters when they're in like a dark future? <laughs> because that's how you know they're in a dark. I, I know. It reminded me of uh, Spider-Man Three with Peter Parker with. Oh, <laughs> all I thought when I put, when I saw Future Barry, all I thought was, why is Future Barry wearing a wig? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Peter Parker. We, we, we've talked about in the past, um, a couple weeks ago, Sony saying after the, the sequel to Homecoming, they're taking Spider-Man back. Yep. Um, do we potentially see the second one as a Spider-Verse movie? Mm-hmm. And um, because of such, um, we end up with Miles Morales or Spider-Gwen or... Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 in the MCU, since we have those Spider-Mans, or Marvel has those Spider-Men, or Spider-Verse characters, and all Sony has is the Peter Parker universe. That's an interesting idea. But, uh, I'm gonna say, though, we're gonna table that thought for another episode, because, uh, our guests are about ready to come on, so we'll be right back. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Are you in the market for some new swag? Some comic-themed merch? How about a Sweetwater keychain of your favorite villain or vigilante? Just hop over to the Weeby Geek site and click the Superhero Stuff link and let the retail therapy commence. Using the link helps support Weeby Geeks because they get a small commission from each sale at no extra cost to you. So get to shopping and thanks for listening. Well, you hear some laughter. We're joined by a couple of guests. We're joined by Kristen, or Kristen, Katie Earlman. Holman. Yeah, that's, Holman. that's my name. Uh, and, We're on a podcast right now. <laughs> and, uh, and Trisha Raynone. Yeah, and my sister's name is Kristen, okay. so you, you you got that. You know what? I, I, I was bouncing between screens. We're all good, man. You call <laughs> I, I me was... Kristen, you call me Katie, you call me Canada, uh, whatever you want. Well, <laughs> I, I apologize. I was bouncing between screens and was thinking Katie, but mine, but Mouse said something else. Honestly, don't even worry about it. So you, I've been called worse names than Kristen. So you guys, you guys have a, you guys have a website series on youtube called my roommate is an escort yeah it is a great series i i have watched the entire thing tell us a little bit more about uh the concept behind the behind the series well we met at a mutual friend's birthday party in january 2016 and we bonded over how we didn't we we didn't have the opportunities for roles that we wanted to play so we started writing our own web series two days later in a coffee shop and initially it was going to be about dating um because we've had a lot of negative experiences with that (laughs) oh yes and then we decided that we might be more interesting to focus on a relationship between the two women just because, you know, women dating on TV, it's like kind of a cliche. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but like we just wanted to do something a little different. So we wrote, we both had a lot of roommates being poor actors in Toronto, keeping rent costs low. So we wrote about what we knew. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are in bed <laughs> on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how did y'all go about casting some of the people that you did cast? 
Well, I work at a casting studio. Yep. So usually when we were writing a character, Katie would be like, I know who's really, who would be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. And then most of them said yes. They did. A few people said no and they for regret sure it room. big time now. <laughs> <laughs> Look well. at us now. We won't name any names. Marishrin Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't work with me either. Yeah. <laughs> or me, and in this case, we're getting both of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm glad to see one of our former guests was made a a one episode cameo on the show. That's Ellen Who's Dubin. That? Ellen Dubin. Yeah, Ellen Dubin. Yeah, Ellen's awesome. Such a I, sweetheart. I. Well, so why did you guys pick her for Ginger? Well, she actually, I've known Ellen for years because I used to do a talk show called Katie Chats where I like did red carpet interviews and I had interviewed her like multiple times over the years. And when we had posted just a photo of the cover of our script when we finished writing and she actually sent me a Facebook message and was like, I want to be in this. So we wrote her the role of Ginger. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And then it seemed, yeah, it seems surreal because she's always in Los Angeles, but it all worked out. Yeah, she, she flew back she for flew it. Back and she and killed it. it. She killed it. Uh, killed I, it. I, I, when I got to that episode and I saw Boss Lady, I'm like, okay, sounds interesting. This is an interesting episode. And then mm-hmm. she appeared. I'm like, oh, what a perfect fit. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. She has like this presence, mm-hmm. you know, like larger, a larger than life presence. Yeah, yes. and she's just like also just a very sexy lady. Like she just oozes sexuality and confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when you have someone from Lex and Napoleon Dynamite, where you can't go wrong. That's so true. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm a big Napoleon fan. Loved Napoleon Dynamite. So mm-hmm. why why escort instead of just um, my roommate's plumber? Oh, my roommate's a plumber, or, or or my my roommate is a asshole un- unemployed <laughs> unemployed college student. And then because we like I don't know we've just had lots of roommates and they were all escorts. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you guys got your research in, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and and they were really just pounding the pavement. They were they were just out there. Okay, you know. this is why. Okay, because first of all, let's be real here. Like, you never really find out whether Kesha is or isn't an escort. Like, you don't know. But what? Mm-hmm. But why we chose this is because we know a lot of women, like in their twenties and like may probably in their thirties too, who do questionable things. Like, <laughs> they're not escorts per se, but they like sleep with men, and then the guys like buy them shit, or they'll like sleep with a guy, and then they'll just like ask them for money and they'll like get money and like and they're not maybe they're not like actually an escort but they're walking that line of like flirting or trading sex for like things and that's like the line that Kesha walks like we you know whether or not she is or isn't an escort like maybe it's an actual box business yeah it's true but she just her she just has a skewed moral compass you know what I mean she's a half mess that makes a lot of sense. I've known people like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's working it. Yeah, she is a hot mess. Well. But she's just evening out the pay gap, guys. Men make more money statistically, and then she's just getting men to buy her shit. She's <laughs> evening out the pay gap. <laughs> so, so I can't help but notice that you named the uh, maybe uh, escort uh, Kesha. Is this... Uh, 
a play on the uh, singer Kesha because I noticed <laughs> well, a lot of similarities between the two characters, two people. Yeah, I just wanted to like we didn't even think of we didn't write her based on Kesha at all because neither of us really knew a lot about Kesha the singer, but we wanted a name that seemed like it might not be her actual name. Yeah, we wanted something that seems sort of sketchy, like not not like not a- knocking the name Kesha, but like <laughs> it is a very like rare. Well, it's a rare name for a white girl, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's more common. And she is adopted in the series, so we tried to think of, okay, whatever her name is, is going to be a fake name, because then you find out that it's not her real name. So we just wanted, yeah, something that just seems like when you hear it, you're like, is that that girl's real name? Yeah. And it's just kind of catchy. Like, I like There's Kesha. just something about it. It's just a good name. Yeah. Kesha. Yeah. But guys, she doesn't spell hers with a dollar sign. Right. Yep. <laughs> she <laughs> uses two dollar signs. Which, which, which makes her a little less douchey than the original yeah. Kesha. But. <laughs> <laughs> she uses two dollar signs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have three dollar signs. Oh, too. yeah. And it Kesha. seems that... uh. Kesha has some kind of uh, Jedi mind tricks since she uh, tricked uh, Trish into moving her in and letting her move in in the first place and then moving all the boxes around. Yeah, we have, um, we're developing a pilot, or we have developed it, we just, yeah, so, um, we had a lot of fun with that when we, um, started getting into the story and expanding it in a longer format, because we do want to do this as a 30-minute comedy, or, yeah, 30-minute comedy, or 22-minute, whatever it ends up being, <laughs> without commercials, but, um, yeah, we, that's, uh, she does dupe Heather, and, um, but Heather's desperate for a roommate, and she thinks she's kind of cool, so, I mean, people are never who you think they're gonna be if you live under one roof everybody's an asshole everyone's an asshole once you move in with them <laughs> wow is that Antosia yeah wow We're li- we just saw a photo of one of our friends pop up on the screen here in lingerie she's looking good <laughs> We're multitaskers. <laughs> yeah. So, see that. It's one, of our, it's one of our fortes. I suppose it helps. Mm-hmm. So, so why the twist of Kesha carrying Heather's stepsister or half-sister? Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it happens. Or, There's nothing sketchier or, than someone hooking up with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So that just kind of, yeah, once we started going with this, as soon as daddy arrives, just naturally our minds were like, okay, this has to happen. She has to hit on, hit on daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's just so, it's the ultimate. Yeah. You don't do that to a friend. You can have a crush on their dad, but you don't sleep with their dad. Mm-hmm. Boundaries, people, have boundaries. you had a crush on just, your friend's dad? Just the landlord. Totally. I have crush. Yeah, I've had lots of dad crushes, but I really, yeah, I don't act on it. I haven't personally had a crush on that many dad. Hmm. Not that I'm against it. Dads are totally cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do a whole show just on that topic. Yeah, yeah. dating dads. <laughs> Call in and tell us your dating dad stories. <laughs> dating dads and landlords. Yes. Yeah, I would. I don't think I could ever date my landlord. That would just seem weird. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the landlord. Yeah. If it goes bad, though, you could be out on the street. That's true. Yeah, but you know what? They can evict you anyway. Yeah. Live That's on the edge, people. Yeah. Get your landlords. Live on the edge. Yeah. yeah. Do what you got to do. At least they might get some free months of uh, rent out of it. You know what, that actually wouldn't be so bad to live rent-free, because rent is a bitch. It creeps up on you every month. Yeah, you just have to keep paying it. Yeah, why does it Why does it keep coming back for more? Yeah. It's like a boomerang or something worse that just keeps coming back. 
So, is there plans for a season two of my room? My room, yeah. Is an well, season two, or yeah, season two, or de- like developing it into um, a comedy series is like a, a network series or like a streaming half hour series is the primary focus at the moment. So we're doing some some meetings and some you know whatever. We're trying to. We're there. just trying to convince people to give us money. And uh, if they don't, <laughs> then we'll do it as a as a YouTube show again. That's that's basically all we're ever doing is trying to convince people to give us money and then try to not write to, fart and, jokes. And then try not to fuck up when we get their money. Like, what did we say? Okay, let's yeah, talk this up. Yeah, we try not to waste it. Yeah. That's like the goal. The goal is to get money and then write, not write fart jokes and then promote the fart jokes. And promote the people that gave us money. Yeah, that's like, that's what we're, that's what we're peddling. I guess we're entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Kesha. <laughs> yeah. We are. Just a couple of Keshas, okay? A couple of bitches just trying to get shit done. Yeah. (laughs) Woman on fire. (laughs) Woo! We are sober right now. In case anyone was wondering. We just... We ate a bunch of jelly beans. I think it's really getting to our heads. I had my eyebrows tattooed on tonight. Yeah. Wow. So you always have a surprise look on your face? Yeah. Yeah. So I just just went through, like, self-induced torture, so I'm like maybe hallucinating. Yeah, she's looking very alert. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad we can't see it. Right. Living in the, uh, Detroit. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask you I'll, a question. Uh, go ahead. Totally off topic right now. <laughs> Do you have McDonald's stickers on your coffee in the States? What? Mm, no. <laughs> McDonald's stickers? Yeah, because in Canada, if you collect eight stickers, you get a free coffee. And I'm oh. sitting here, and I just realized I have a, I have seven of the eight stickers. So tomorrow, if I go, I'm going to get that free coffee. I just got really excited. We are not sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> She's That's just okay, doing that we. out of the goodness of her heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know the uh, Canadians always talk about the uh, rolling up the lid or whatever at Tim Hortons. Yeah, oh, off the rim. I think oh, we should rim. have that That's all right. year round. Yeah. We only have it about once a month. I mean, once once uh, for one month every year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I haven't won much, but I know I know somebody who won a bicycle. Wow, that's a good prize. Actually, they found a cup on the side of the street, and it was a and it was a bicycle. Wow! Imagine wow. you were the person who threw that away. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool! So, so I'm assuming it wasn't riding all around. It, it wasn't <laughs> the same. It wasn't the same bike that was used in the show, was it? No, that was a bike that this guy we know, uh, he broke up with his girlfriend and wait, no, we know the girl and she wanted to get rid of, she didn't want the, (laughs) oh yeah, you remember the story. Yeah. So, okay. So Trish knew this girl who was dating this guy in Toronto and she had moved in with him and she had a bicycle and then the two of them broke up, but she had left the bicycle at this guy's place because she like moved back home or something. And then she called Trish and was like, I don't want him having that bicycle like go in there and like take the bicycle take the bicycle and she okay so she's still like <laughs> she's still friends with him but the thing is he got a new girlfriend yeah she's, she like, didn't want 10 the new- years younger yeah and she's like, i don't want that that her to have that bicycle she's not riding my bicycle because new girlfriend now you go there and you get that bike. so we went there at, like the middle of the night freaking like pop pop in on this guy and his new girlfriend and we're like we're here to take the bicycle 
We were like the monsters. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bicycle in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Backstory. And I rode it all summer, and I felt great. <laughs> I was dodging death at all times. I lost <laughs> maybe a couple of pounds, like maybe one. <laughs> I lost a pound. I lost a pound. It was really great. I'm going to get back on that thing soon. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good bike ride? Right. Yeah. Yep. So what other hidden stories might we have missed in My Roommate is an Escort that Um, if watching for us... Yeah, behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, well, we have this really cute PA, Scott. Should oh, I yeah, have a coffee Scott. story? Oh, yeah. Is that the most interesting story? Sure, go it, for it. It might not really be that funny. I don't know what Okay, so we had this PA oh, yeah, who's, like, this really young guy in university, and he's, like, a film student, and he's, like, super sweet, but, like, also a little bit, like, nervous or something like that. And um, my mom, <laughs> we were really low budget. We did the whole show on $30,000. Um, wow. And my mom, to help us save money, gave me, gave us, well, lent us her coffee percolator and, um, I don't know if you guys ever have used a coffee percolator, but it makes like 30 cups of coffee. It's crazy. She uses it for like luncheons and stuff. Anyway, um, basically like the way it works is you, you fill it with water and then you put the grains of coffee in the top and you've got to put the lid on and then flick a switch and then the coffee's being made. But if you take the lid off, just the way it's engineered, the water will like explode everywhere. So... So we go to the bar to shoot the bar scene. Like we're on location at this bar, and Scott, we got, got there at like five in the morning. Yeah, we were there at like five. Like it was ridiculously early. And I tell Scott, like, could you go make the co-? like? He's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you can go make the coffee. Like, just make sure you don't like t- you don't take the lid off after you've flicked the switch because it'll explode. So then, like, literally half an hour later, we're like, where's the coffee? So then we go into the kitchen, and he's literally just like standing there next to the coffee thing like staring at it and we're like like he was like and we're like what's going on with the coffee scott and he was like i i don't i didn't turn it on because i i'm worried it's gonna explode (laughs) 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 and we're like hey it's okay just leave the lid on but it was just like so cute and we anyway then people went and bought coffee because it was like taking forever and the poor guy was just standing back there for half an hour just Just like staring at it. He's like so terrified to tell us that he wasn't gonna put the coffee yeah. on. He's like, yeah. like we what make more. That? Like first of all, like we make more mistakes than anybody. So like even if he did fuck it up, we would never be mad. Well, like, I think one of the actors once we did turn it on, like knocked it over yeah. later on, and then it actually did explode. Someone just like knocked the whole thing over. Here, my mom was trying to do us a favor. New series of percolator diaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be our next show. Yeah. Really, Sounds really, really interesting. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Later> diaries. <laughs> Oh, dear. Being in Detroit, I like the uh, mentions of uh, Michigan and the Sioux and Detroit. Yeah. So I figured you guys must have been around here and then here and you're from Toronto. Well, I'm I'm Trish. I'm from the Sioux, but I'm on the Canadian side. But there was like a bridge. We always said we were going across the river. And growing up, I just would like I'd shop in Michigan and like just go. When, when I was a bit older, we'd get hotel rooms there and go to concerts. There were always really good country concerts in Michigan. And... Uh, um, yeah, I'd go out for, I would just, they always had, like, you guys always had way better restaurants. So we would just go over across the river and, um, yeah, go out for Mexican food all the time. So, yeah, I love the Sioux. Fun times. 
Yeah, my in-laws have a uh, property up there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, I've been Very there quite a, few, quite a few times. Very cool. Yeah, there's cool. lots of good camping, like Brampton, or um, what's it called? Brimley. There's mm-hmm. a place called Brimley. It's really good for camping. Um, yeah, Mackinac Island is around there, which is really yep. cool. Yep. There's no cars on the island. It's all, like, horse and buggies. And oh, that, that was, like, one of the biggest nightmares of my life was uh, <laughs> I uh, went there, and we decided to get a bicycle built for two to ride around the island. We figured, ah, oh, we'll do it. You have? Right, and then uh, my wife decides halfway through that she's done doing this, so we have, oh, I have to like drive it myself. Right, bicycle built for two. Right, bicycles built for two are bullshit. Like mm-hmm. you can't balance on them. I no. tried that once with this, my ex boyfriend, and I like I just refused. <laughs> just... So you and his wife have a lot in common. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you tried it, and then I felt bad, and pedaling. I was like, "Fuck this shit." He got really mad. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have gone with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can. You, I can give him. I can give you his number. But he's okay. in, his sure personality is uh, is pretty serious. So I don't know if you'd have a oh. good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I may have to pass on that. The, the, the spinoffs. <laughs> really yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Have, have a romantic uh, day of uh, riding the bicycle around uh, Mackin Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the your spin- ex. The spinoff <laughs> series. My ex is a gigolo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so have you guys been taking it around any festivals or anything like that or Well, we just got into TO Web Fest, which is a legitimate web festival. It'll be taking place at the CN Tower. Yeah, it's like our tower. It's uh used to be the tallest tower in the world. But now it's and not. And Dubai. There's like three more. Built itself. Like everyone's just in this big pat tower building competition. Uh, anyway. Uh, then we've submitted to some others. We got rejected from one. Um, that's nope. okay. You know what? Like we're used to rejection. We just take it like a champ. But usually it's just in our dating lives. Yeah. Usually <laughs> we just get rejected by like individuals. But we can take it from an organization yeah, as well. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's a nice change. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, at least it's a group of people who didn't want me, yeah. as opposed to, like, one. one. Particular. <laughs> yeah, that and at least you don't have to live with them, too, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, rejection. How I missed you. <laughs> yeah, we don't miss it, because we're living it every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> yeah. Every day I wake up, and instead of saying positive affirmations in my mirror, I say things like, you really... You really, you really suck at life. So no, that's not funny. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah, you really funny. suck at life. You're gonna get rejected today on multiple accounts. Yeah. So get used to it. It's not a day well spent until somebody rejects you. Until somebody says no. Yeah. <laughs> the life of an actor. If you don't get rejected, then it's a good thing. actors. Or, yeah. or you could just have Ellen show up and be bossy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we love her. I wish I could have Ellen just walk around with us, like, every day. Just cracking the whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so how, how... Go ahead, Derek. How difficult was it um, putting all of this together for the web series? 
How difficult? Yeah. Well, it uh, was pretty difficult. We okay. I'll give you a. I'll give you a bit of a rundown. So we we met January 2016. We wrote the series over seven months. We both have day jobs and had day jobs. So we were literally whenever we weren't at our day jobs, we were meeting in coffee shops or bars or wherever writing and literally had no life at yeah. all. It's like that's not even an exaggeration. Then now we get together six or seven days. Yeah, and then we went from that to raising money. Um, we did a two-month uh, fundraising period. Uh, we raised, well, we raised 23000 on uh, Indiegogo, but then we raised additional money from our executive producer, David Carruthers, um, and a tattoo shop that where we shoot a bunch of our scenes. They also gave us five grand. Um, so yeah, we raised the money. That was really hard. We begged a lot of people and pissed a lot of people off. Apparently, <laughs> when you ask your when you ask people for money, they don't like that. <laughs> Some people don't like that. You know what? A lot of people, people said yes. Some said yes. A lot said no. But in the end, we got what we needed. And then we went into pre-production and we started shoot. We shot this series in over five days and we had two pickup days in November. Then went to, into editing like hardcore. And then we went into marketing and we had all of our marketing stuff lined up before our launch as well. And then we released the show on April 3rd. And here we are. Now we're together every day doing yeah interviews and um, writing our half-hour pilot. Yeah, and uh, we've each since we've launched the show, we've each gone on a date. <laughs> <laughs> For so, people that have uh, fans of the show or. Or not. Yeah. Actually, the guy that I went on a date with, he, I talked to him on the phone before we went out, and he kept laughing because he said that I have the same laugh as Kesha. <laughs> and that was really weird. And then the guy I went on a, the guy I went on a date with um, purposely said he didn't watch the show because he didn't want to think that I was like Heather because I kind of told him, like, that's like I'm, I'm that's not exactly who I am. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm playing a character when he asked about the show. And um, so he said he wasn't going to watch until after our first date and then he watched it and then on our second date he like wanted to talk a lot about the show because he really really liked it um yeah maybe too much yeah so yeah. we <laughs> made time this past year to go on like two dates yeah so we i think we're both gonna well who knows what'll happen so, I'm thinking the dating thing is overrated. Yeah. Sure. So why why the decision not to crowdsource with like uh, Indiegogo or, or Kickstarter? Did. Oh, sorry. I. <laughs> <laughs> we did do that. Yeah. Yes. We 23, raised twenty three. We, we raised twenty three thousand dollars on Indiegogo, and then we got the rest from private investors. Yeah. Okay. I I heard it's the private right. investor part and totally skipped on the you other. You know what I. That's what I, I get from producing at the too. same time. Well, no, it's what I get from producing at the same time. It's all right. So how hard is it going from uh, writing fr- any from like a four-minute show to the 22-minute show for the uh, for the pilot? Well, it's longer. We've got a lot of shit to say, so. It's honestly like more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. I actually think that the pilot's like pretty funny. Yeah, and the, the like all of the beats and everything that happened like throughout the plot in the um, web series, all you have to do is kind of explore each little plot line a little bit more and then there you go, you have a longer show. Yeah, it's uh it's like we fun. got to go in the, into the places that we couldn't go into because of we wanted to keep it budget. short and we wanted to keep yeah, budget Money. and we wanted to keep it short, but now we're just going to you know, 
go everywhere we want to go with these characters and with the other characters. Like, at the beginning of the pilot episode, Kesha, it's like the lead-up to the roommate interview, like the pilot episode, Mm -hmm. and Kesha just, at the beginning of the pilot, she's getting out of the drunk tank, (laughs) like she was arrested. (laughs) And then she goes home, and her boyfriend's, like, kicking her out because of all of her bullshit, and then she goes and, like, answers Heather's ad, and then, like, by the end of the pilot is the roommate interview and like Kesha's just pretending to be someone she's not like a normal person yeah but the audience already knows like she's such a shithead <laughs> we just get to like <laughs> we just get to dive a bit deeper which is fun mm-hmm. I also think it would seem for me to be harder to write for a web series because you have to cram like all this information in like like a four minute to seven minute um, film as compared to having 22 minutes or whatever to be able to tell your story you're yeah. right Absolutely right. It is, and when we and we were writing, we'd always be like, like I'd be like, okay, we have to end this episode. Like it's getting too long. It's getting too long. Like we were constantly like, fuck, we have to end it. We have to end it. Yeah, we always wanted to keep writing. Yeah, it was hard. It was actually really hard. I find with short films too. Like I've done some short films, and I and I've seen a lot of short films from going to see those in festivals. And short films are like harder to tell a story in than a feature, because to like actually tell your full story in like 10 minutes it's not an easy feat mm-hmm. no being yeah. s- being concise is difficult as you can tell for us in this interview <laughs> yes. but it can also mean that you don't have a lot of filler or fluff in there either yeah that's true yeah you know what that's a fair point even though we might have some of that <laughs> <laughs> so how close to getting the um, the regular series are you guys? Um, we're meeting. We have a few production companies who want to work with us, so we ha- we have to decide. We have to we make have a, a couple de- of meetings tomorrow. Yeah, we've got to make a decision basically who we want to work with, and then the production company we work with will help us build out our creative team a little bit and pitch to networks and put the package together, and uh, then and then we see if anybody wants us. <laughs> so so actually not yeah not that far not that far away. <laughs> Yeah. So you're saying yeah, there's no, a like, chance. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're like pitching this thing in in June. Oh. And uh who knows, right? Like we don't know. We 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 have a pretty high failure rate, so we're not getting our hopes up too much. But <laughs> we're all, <laughs> we're also optimistic because we've been getting some pretty good feedback and our numbers are uh encouraging. So uh yeah, yeah. everyone's been really supportive. Thanks, yeah, guys. We're in we good really Yeah, we everyone. we're in good shape. Yeah. We're we're good just try to stack the odds in our favor and hope for the best, but you know what else? Like hoping what? for the best, but expecting the worst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's it's a fun yeah. show, so yeah, there definitely is a sitcom. Definitely can see it, like in the Two Broke Girls or the New Girl uh, type yeah. vein type of show. Oh, totally. Or yeah, or that'd even be, that'd be fun. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we've got some ideas. I can, I can see but it. We on. also have another. We also have other projects that we're developing. So, like, if it's not this, we'll just like beg people for something else. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our brains are are filled with you know stories about people that we want to uh, exploit. There, yeah. We just want to exploit <laughs> every everyone that's crossed our path. So going through the Indiegogo process, I'm sure you probably guys probably learned a lot going through that. Yeah. Use oh, it on yeah. Uh, going projects going forward from from now. Indiegogo. Ah, <laughs> uh, like okay, this is the thing about crowdfunding. 
you never know who is going to donate. Like, sometimes you think, I don't know, have you guys done a crowdfunding thing? No. I've donated, but I've not actually done okay. one. I've not so run one say, yet, yeah. Let me, just, let me just say, when you launch an, a crowdfunding campaign, like, when we launched this, I immediately had this, like, sense of, like, terror, of terror and, like, fear. And um, what's really interesting when you do it is that um, there are people that you're really close to that you kind of expect will support your project and people that you know have some money or like whatever and you're like oh maybe like think that they probably would those people won't and then there's like some of them will and some of them won't and then it'll be like it can be hurtful but then sometimes people that you haven't seen in like three years or like some random person that you went to high school with gives you like a thousand dollars and it's just like super interesting to see who is there for you when you do this hmm. like it was a very it's like it's fascinating and and I and I think you don't want to like nobody owes you anything so I tr like I tried to uh, we tried to have the attitude of like just don't expect anything from people but those who do contribute be very grateful otherwise like you don't want to start otherwise you can get resentful because it can be hurtful it's like wow my like sibling didn't support this like you know <laughs> even though my mind did like my brother did but and just as an example yeah right. it sounds like Indiegogo it was like a lot of creativity and like stress being like okay now we've like reached this mark like how do we okay let's go knock on businesses like let's go door to door let's film a little promo thing let's okay let's have a party during tiff and you gotta be creative like we just had to mm -hmm. we just like i feel like we just tried a whole bunch of things and it just happened to work because everyone kept telling us even while we were doing it it's not like, gonna work it doesn't work it doesn't work like so many people have tried it and they're like it doesn't work everybody like, told us we were gonna fail like you're straight gonna, up you're not gonna make a hundred percent of your goal that doesn't happen no one does that we were like okay we have to try like everything basically nobody believed in us <laughs> and that what was your goal when you first started out Pardon? What was the goal when you first started out? Twenty three thousand. Oh, it was so you you guys made your goal then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people, like everyone, said we wouldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe you would like set it lower and then kept kept kind of going for stretch goals and things like that. No. No, oh. we set it at twenty three. Um, we sat down with a friend who was like, "You could do the, you could, <coughs> sorry, save on this, this, and this." And you could do a budget of like eleven thousand if you just don't pay the crew, but like or pay people properly. Mm. But um, no, <laughs> we, we were like, crew has to get paid. Everyone's and, getting paid, and we went right. for it with a higher goal. But we did appreciate him sitting down. He's a really smart man, and uh, that was a good suggestion. But we ended up, you know, going with the the higher goal and uh, just went for it. That's great because that's a ton of money for a yeah. a crowd uh, sourcing campaign. Thank so you. a lot of people must have uh, liked it. Yeah, it worked really out. Happy with how it worked out. <laughs> so and, um, all, all the people that were saying you couldn't do it, did you kind of rub it in their faces a little, or no? <laughs> <laughs> where maybe they had tried an Indiegogo and it didn't work for them. So I totally get where they're coming from. Yeah, they're probably like, just trying to save you some hurt. And yeah, yeah. You go through something and you don't necessarily like uh, like quote unquote succeed at it. Like say a couple years ago, if, if someone's like a, a year ago, if someone said to me, I'm going to move to Toronto and I'm going to like be an actor and book a TV show right away, I would probably say, mm, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> 
you don't know, they could move here and they could just book a TV show right away. So um, I think they were just coming from a place where they had tried it and it didn't work for them. So I totally understand. Yeah. And like, we don't have time to be throwing mud in people's faces. Mm -hmm. Like we, we have enough stuff on our plates, but like, I think that just success, like doing well is the best revenge. Yeah. Take that. Look at us now, ex-boyfriends. We're (laughs) 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 don't you want me now? This episode's about you. <laughs> Maybe Imagine. Calls. I'm going to throw some mud in your face. Yeah. Nah. Now it's time to start. Like, out. honestly, like, whatever. Yeah. We're actors. You're still a gigolo. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We don't, like, we don't sit around talking about people we hate. We just, that's not constructive. No. Yeah. See that? Mm-hmm. We just write about them. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> just talk See, about them on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> It was would come out with them. So when you guys met, was it? Did you like hit it off right away or? Magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were drinking wine at a bar. Major like friend crush. Yeah, we got along really well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing. We laughed. We cried. We danced. We danced all night. No, that's not true. So we the- drove off into the sunset, and by so that the- we took the TTC public transportation home. <laughs> Um, (laughs) it seems like you guys have been friends for a long time Mm -hmm. yeah we get along really well we spend a lot of time together Mm. um yeah we seem to laugh at the same things and find the same things funny so i think that's what we really connected on right away Mm -hmm. sometimes when you meet a girl for the first time um there's a little bit of a like standoffishness or you feel like they're like sizing you up but with katie and i we just like started cracking jokes and telling each other personal things and laughing right away we're not really catty women that's good yes we just kind of hit it off so i don't know and then we met and the first writing session went well so we just kept meeting and and here we are here we are I'm watching the uh, Daddy episode while we're while we're uh, talking, and I saw money exchange hands, and it was Canadian money. It just was woke. <laughs> They're in Canada. Here's some cash. <laughs> we definitely don't hide the fact that we're in Canada. Mm-hmm. We wanted to kind of make it known because we feel like people would know anyway, and we're proud Canadians. Yeah, it's like you live where you live. Like a yeah. lot of a, a lot of people try to hide the fact that like in films that it's in Canada if they it's get, shot like, here. Fake yeah, they get like all oh, yeah. what it's like you you where you are. Like just stop it. Just just be where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's definitely uh, becoming the hotbed of uh film filmmaking. Everything's yeah, getting like, made over there now. And even T V. It's like what difference does it make if it's like here or in this city or that city? It's like if the if the characters are relatable and they're people, it shouldn't matter. Yeah for us it's not like right. it was like suits that shoots here that um is supposed to be taking place in New, New York, York City. City. For us, we were like, it doesn't really matter what city they're in. It's just a city where people need roommates. So let's like let it be Toronto. Where and we you know what? Are. Like people live with roommates like in cities and in small towns. My sisters don't right. live with roommates. They have nice houses, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do know you, if that's true. Do I, you I guys have? Do you guys have roommates? Uh, Only if you can wife. Yes, same here. Wife. <laughs> yeah, wife and daughter. And and two dogs and my cat. That's really nice. Lucky. But I definitely have gone through the uh, roommate uh, phase. Uh, I think it was four four of us living together at one one place at one time. So 
Yeah, that can be. There, done that. <laughs> that sounds crazy. It's like yeah. three company pours mm-hmm. a crowd. Yeah. A yeah. Crowd. Huh. So I was. Do y'all work on any other projects outside of my roommate? Yeah, we have a a feature in the work. Like together or separately? Yes. (laughs) Either or. Or. Okay, we have two feature films. One's a Christmas movie about horses. (laughs) And then another one... Sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, is that your elevator pitch? It's very family. Yeah, it's it's a family. It's about a mother, a widow, and her daughter moving back to this like ranch town where she grew up. And it's like there's the Christmas. It's called. This is ridiculous. It's called. I can't even say title. It's so stupid. It's called Christmas Horse Show. And there's a Christmas Horse Show going on in the town. And anyways, it's a lot. She ends up falling in love with this guy she used to date. And they do really well on the Christmas Horse Show. And that's all you need to know. (laughs) See, that's going straight to Lifetime. (laughs) It's a very warm the heart, happy, like Hallmark kind of movie, okay? Yeah, not, we just wanted to write it. We wanted script. to just be happy, so we wrote a happy script. Yeah. So that's it. It's this really cute world that they live in. It's like it's like Gilmore Girls. Like, you know, in that town, if it's like this mm-hmm. adorable place, it's like that type of place that this movie takes yeah. place in. Anyway, so there's that project, and then we're just starting to develop another feature film about this girl who starts dating this guy, and then she becomes, she finds out who his ex was through social media and she starts becoming obsessed with his with the guy she's dating his ex because this girl seems perfect so she starts kind of like stalking this girl trying to like find some dirt on her anyway that's like the premise of it it gets really weird yeah yeah sounds like a funny weird or a fatal attraction (laughs) weird it's like it's like a single white female meets Ah. It's I don't I don't we don't know how funny it is to be honest. <laughs> it'll be like a, it'll be like a dark humor. Yeah, like it's always gonna be an element of comedy. Like, yeah. but I think it's gonna like have a it's gonna tone. be like it's gonna be like creepy, but like have comedic elements. Yeah. yeah. Are, are you guys gonna add the the bike scene that I you had talked about? That's to... a good idea. We should always have a bike scene. I think we always should have a yeah. That yeah. should be our cardinal rule. To, I find to... it really now when I watch like when I'm watching other shows. Whenever I see an adult on a bike I know it's like I know a movie where Paul Rudd <laughs> is on a bicycle and there's something so funny it's like that physical comedy when you yeah. see Harold on a bike in movies they're supposed to be in cars they're supposed to have their lives together yeah it just seems juvenile <laughs> but in real life I don't laugh when I see adults on bikes but yeah. on TV shows imagine just like bike. stand by the sidewalk and just, just laugh, laugh at all those cyclists point and laugh <laughs> you're on a bike you're on a bike <laughs> <laughs> I just get mad at them because they're always in my way when I'm trying to drive by them with my car <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, be, be careful! Don't hit them. Yeah, I I'm, I'm the one on the bike, so oh. I'm, I'm your enemy. Yeah. Wow, well, this just went downhill. But I'm oh. very cautious of, of drivers. <laughs> I'm like a very respectable biker, mostly because I don't want to die. Yeah, not because I have respect. <laughs> and so the feud begins. Yes. <laughs> so do you guys have uh, comedy backgrounds? We, we do. Um, 
I did some Second City studying classes, and then I was in a comedy sketch group for a couple years, and uh, and then I, I've tried stand-up. Um, I would love to try stand-up. It scares me, but I have, like, so things. I, like, sometimes I'll write notes of what I would say if I could get up there, but I feel like I would. I, don't, I feel like there's such a, like, method to it that I would freeze and mm-hmm. just bomb. Well, we I can think it'd go. be something cool to do at some point. I'd love to do it. All right. Because I feel like sometimes when I hear people like um, um, like um, Amy Schumer, when she talks, or Chelsea Handler, they're saying what I actually think in my head, but I don't say out loud for the most part. Yeah, but you do in, in, so in, I, the, in, you yeah. do in the series, though. Yeah, so if I stood up and um, did comedy, it'd be fun because I could say all those things out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. Speaking out loud. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma's funny. I want to be like my grandma. She's always funny. Yeah, comedy is just like, I don't know. It's just something that's like around in everyday life if you can find it. So, And that if tragedy there. comes, tra- like, in order to, I think a lot of, oops, I just dropped the phone. Um, I think that, that comedy is a very good coping mechanism when you do encounter tough times because... Yeah. You know, okay. life is full of ups and downs, and uh, I think, especially, you know, for me in my life, it's been a really great outlet uh, just to navigate through this crazy world. Mm-hmm. Well, so you mentioned Amy Schumer. Do you guys have any other favorite comedians? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, uh, Kristen Wiig, um, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Louis C.K. Um, there's like lots, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I really love like I really love Seinfeld. I think <laughs> like me and a few other people like it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, it was it was just a little show that went on for a few seasons. <laughs> yeah, I still love it. And yeah. I know actually because like I directed the show and like a few months before I directed, I, we went to camera. I was like, holy shit! I need to learn how to direct. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I know how to work with actors, but I didn't. I don't know like camera angles because I didn't go to film school and that type of thing so I started studying different shows that I like so I studied Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm and then I studied Bridesmaids and Home Alone and Elf and just all these comedies that I really like just to see what they were doing with the camera um, and like how that was influencing the comedy and the jokes and yeah Seinfeld was at, like was very helpful and it was actually they the way they shot that show was very simple it was very simple like every time yeah. a character moves in a scene they cut to a wide so you know the spatial relationship between the characters and then other than that it's basically all and medium over the shoulder shots. Hmm. Yeah, it was really if you actually look at like what they're what they're doing, it's uh it's cool. So anyways, I I ended up keeping it very simple with our show uh, cuz I was like, "Hey, you know what? If it's funny, you don't need a ton of fancy stuff, bells and whistles." Even though if we had more money and time, I probably would have had a little more fun with it, but yeah, anyway. That's well, pretty amazing. That's not uh, exactly an easy thing to like self no. So teach yourself. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. No, it was, it's, it was cool. I had a very good uh, director of photography that, uh, who's been in the business for like 30 years or so. And, uh, he helped me with the camera stuff. Cause you know, I, I work in casting and I direct, you know, I work with actors. I love actors. I've been studying acting for a decade. So I'm very story oriented. Um, but my weakness is definitely, uh, with the more technical side and Russ Guzzi, our DOP really, filled that gap and was a great collaborator. That's good. Yeah. So the houses that these were filmed in, 
Was it actually filmed in the houses where you see from the outside, or was it a different set? So the, the girls' apartment is actually my apartment in real life, where we are right now. We're on set. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, the exterior, I live in an apartment building. Like a, It's like a 30-floor apartment building. Wow. Um, and the exterior is a house, and that is actually the house of our editor uh, and associate producer, Julian Adderley. So mm-hmm. that's a little fun fact for you. We cheated that just because there's a lot of scenes coming and going. And I live... Uh, at a very busy intersection in Toronto. So it just would have been logistically difficult, you know, coming in and out of an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to cheat it with the exterior of a house, which works a bit better. And like for the pooping scene, if we were in an apartment. Yeah, where is she pooping in the pooping? elevator? Actually, that would have been pretty funny. funny but also like I actually would have gotten kicked out of my building. Yeah, filming yeah. in an elevator is really tough. This past year I produced a short and I had an elevator scene. And we actually yeah, had it's a to, nightmare. Like, yeah, we actually had to cancel that part of the shoot and do it like six months later when we could finally get clearance on an elevator because they're always in use. Yeah, and they have mirrors, and that's a nightmare. Yeah, mm. total nightmare. Never write an elevator scene into a show. If you, that's what I've learned. If you take anything away from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Good advice. laughs> And it's likely, learn. and it's likely you will take nothing away. <laughs> but learn if you do, yeah. got it. Roommates are, or elevators are a nightmare. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Roommates are escorts. Nightmare. Elevators are nightmares. Yes. Yep. And there's our title. <laughs> so, so have y'all been surprised with the response y'all have gotten from the series? Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, we've been really shocked. We didn't, we thought like maybe a hundred people would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and what are, we're like, our views are like across platforms. We're like at like almost a, mil- a million. So yeah, I'm looking at like, uh episode nine here and you've got thirty four thousand four seventy one for for episode nine on youtube that's yeah, all. yeah. I think we on Facebook we have around seven hundred thousand views, and then on YouTube, I don't know, accumulatively. Yeah, if we counted all the episodes. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's quite a know. few. It's it's mm-hmm. way more than we expected. So it's great. Yeah. Awesome. So do you uh, have to uh, hold yourself back from going after the people that give you the thumbs down on these? No, I don't no, know. We, don't, <laughs> we have a we actually have a team policy where we well, like I don't look. Period. Yeah. I and and and, and we have we. Have have a policy where if you see a negative comment you do not share it with the group mm. because we don't want to be like on some negative email thread all day right. reading about how we ruin somebody's life yeah like i'm sure <laughs> successful people out there aren't looking up like i'm sure someone like who's like actually famous or in the public eye okay taylor swift she's not spending her days looking at the negative things people are saying because if you put yourself out there people are gonna say negative stuff just because you put yourself out there so yeah yeah, yeah. No i mean we did we there is one woman who we just seemed to just because ruin- someone kept bringing her up yeah there's one like, woman and about? we did read her comments because we like literally ruined her life somehow and everyone kept asking her and we do feel <laughs> like we feel bad like she's so upset i don't feel bad i think she's a shithead but like she also needs to try to she needs to try to pull herself together she's like katie's hot and blah 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 yeah blah. 
And my boyfriend donated to this stupid show. Blah, blah, blah. These are stupid. They could have yeah. done this on five. Why, yeah, why even bother? And all this shit. She hates it. But you know uh, what? That's okay. Uh, like, at least she had some reaction. Yes, sure. Go, he's writing in. You know, when you when you go to a museum, an art gallery, you know, there's like paintings that you see that you love. And then there's like pay, um, a lot of paintings you just walk by because they do absolutely nothing for you. And then there's the occasional one that you find like mildly offensive. Yeah. I'd rather be mildly offensive than boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, go always turn the negative. Yeah, art, art will definitely provoke either yeah. like, love or hate. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Better than yeah, something wishy-washy and in the middle. Yeah, we don't want any watered down. Yeah, oh. love us or hate us. Yeah. Or yeah. nothing at all. Or walk yeah. away. Or walk away. You always turn it. it. <laughs> always turn it into show material. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should create a character based on that woman. <laughs> she would love that. Negative nannies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where can, where can people find you guys on the internet? www.myroommatesandescort.com On Twitter, at Escort Roommate. On Instagram, at My Roommates and Escort. <laughs> on Facebook, My Roommates and Escort. There you go. Well, you guys have done this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where, where can they find you two outside of the show? At 44. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to give away my address. 416? No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on all the dating sites. You can see me on Twit, on Tinder, on Bumble, match.com. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, so. Far- farmers dating. <laughs> Is it swipe right or swipe left? I can never remember what I'm supposed to do on there. <laughs> if you're interested, you swipe right. Ah. Or you, or just swipe right on everybody and then just see who you match with. That's what I think a lot of guys do. Apparently men do that. Throwing a net out there and see what catches. Right. Yeah, so we're, um, just look for, like, Frish Rain one R-A-I-N-O-N-E, or Katie Allman. I'm on Twitter at Katie Allman, Instagram at Katie Allman, Katie Allman, Katie Allman. Katie Allman, <laughs> so, Katie Allman, If you Katie. follow us, we will annoy you, just beware. Got stories, photos, photo updates, general publicity, it's a lot to deal with. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think go. Uh, go ahead, the bro. hardest thing for the the crowdfunding would be because I know a lot of people that do crowdfunding and they like put it out there and then like do nothing else with it, no updates, no nothing, and things like well, that. Then, but it sounds yeah. like you guys are totally the opposite of that. Yeah, mm. you need to just work at it. Just work at it, people. You can't. Yeah, you gotta just keep at it. You can't just post it and expect the money to just fly in. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta get out there and pound the pavement. Ask everybody you know. Annoy everybody you know. Like do whatever you need and to do. Flatter them <laughs> in the process, though. Yeah, like there's a classy way to do that. I say that like I'm an asshole, but like in reality, it was like, hey, how are you? Blah you blah. Like- I actually, you know. And then you ask them for money. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're. Well off. You wanna there's a hint. Don't just okay, this pisses me off when someone I never hear from literally just messages me asking me for money. But if somebody uh. messages me is like, Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? What are you up to? What are you up to? And then it's like, Oh, I'm actually doing this, then your success rate's much higher because it's like not so Give me money, Im- impersonal man. or something. Or yeah, demanding. Not, not as forward. 
Yeah, you gotta yeah. like be a person. Yeah, my biggest pet peeve is as soon as I hit follow on somebody after they follow me, and I'll instantly I like it a uh, direct message. Say, oh, hey, yeah. buy this, watch this, do this. Yeah. It's like, unfollow. <laughs> oh, we do that. Oh, <laughs> um, well, we sorry. That for a while when we were just trying to get... <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, yes, back when we had the prequel, we don't do that anymore. No, we did that uh, when we first launched the Twitter. Sorry. Yeah, we had an automated, automated message. Mm-hmm. Automatic, whatever message that sent out our prequel. Although, funny enough, it actually worked. Like, yeah, was a good. lot of people wrote back and they were like, we watched it, it's so funny. And we were like, oh, that this works? works? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I guess I must be one of the uh, minorities. Nah, I think it's just a numbers game. I'm sure most don't, but some do. I don't know. A lot seem to respond to it. That was cool. Good. That's because we sent them nude photos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm that's, just kidding. There are well, no nude photos. Well, that's how I can understand where that lady's coming from. She's just not even laughing. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> Trish has to go to bed, guys. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. Yes, we had a great time. Thank you Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Let's chat again. And sure. Definitely. And congratulations on your podcast guys this is awesome oh, thank exactly. you how do you guys know each other met through twitter yeah, yeah. oh that's so cool. really yeah. yeah i'm in michigan mike's in florida no that's we're like all over cool. the u.s have you ever yeah. met nope nope not in person just over skype yeah, that's so cool yeah. you don't Wait, even where in florida place. are you uh, I'm in Kissimmee. Oh, I went there when I was a kid. I loved it. I was just asking because I go to Florida a couple times a year because my dad um, stays there part time. Okay. But he's in uh, Bradenton. Uh, Tampa area. Yeah. Yeah, like Sarasota ish. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kissimmee's uh, just south of Orlando. Yeah, it's closer to Orlando. I remember staying there as a kid and then going to Disney. <laughs> That's where I work. Oh, cool. That's cool. I thought I was cute. Katie, why did you swipe left? <laughs> I just didn't feel it. <laughs> We're multitaskers. <laughs> We're getting a lot done. It, it's swipe right, not down. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. He's got a cute dog. Swipe him. You can't swipe mine. I swipe hers, but she can't swipe mine. It's a double standard. That is a double standard. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, thank you guys for coming on. And everyone check out My Roommate is an Escort on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see a, a half-hour comedy coming out of this. Aw, yeah. thanks, guys. We appreciate all of the time you've taken to listen to our nonsense. <laughs> well, thanks for being on. <laughs> we had fun. So until next time, if I get my soundboard to open up. <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.